Welcome to the Motherhood Behind Closed Doors podcast. I'm Ella Milner, a perinatal and maternal mental health occupational therapist in Australia. The Motherhood Behind Closed Doors podcast is all about breaking down therapy topics and making mental health information easy to understand, relatable and accessible so you can learn, grow and cope with the challenges of motherhood. So join me for educational episodes and listen in as we dive even deeper into topics with other mums, perinatal professionals and experts across the globe with all the scoop on mental health in motherhood, the evidence, strategies, tips, and the raw, relatable, and honest conversations. Together, we are going to break down stigma, support each other to connect mind, body, and spirit. We are going to make therapy the norm, and we are going to invest time and resources into our mental health. So together, let's break down those doors to motherhood behind closed doors. Hello and welcome back. We are today talking all things mum guilt. This one is for all of those listening who deeply feel the mum guilt hit them hard. Today we are going to talk about what mum guilt is. We're going to talk about the beliefs that we have that fuel your mum guilt and why you are so unwilling to question those beliefs and also what you can do to overcome mum guilt. Mum guilt is an emotion, but how does it show up? Why is it so uncomfortable and why does it hit us so damn hard? Much to your disbelief and possibly going against the norm, we have been culturally influenced to believe that feeling mum guilt all the time is a normal experience. But I'm here to tell you that it's actually not. Do yourself a favor. Go and Google search mum guilt. You shall read the 101 blog post articles saying that it's inevitable. It's a natural and normal feeling caused by hormones and chemicals. That being a mother and feeling guilty go hand in hand followed by all this advice on how to overcome it. But guilt is an emotional response to the thoughts that say your actions or inactions for that matter are causing harm, that they are wrong, that what you are doing is conflicting with your values. There is so much that is underlying the guilt that you feel and I'm going to today touch on just a few of those things. We have expectations, whether that be your own, generational, societal, cultural, and so on. And when we fail to meet these expectations, we feel this resentment and guilt. We've got underlying factors such as perfectionism or people-pleasing. And when we carry an ideal, a temperament, or a belief system like perfectionism, in which we tell ourselves that we are supposed to show up in a particular way and then we fall short of this we're left feeling this immense guilt and this here is one that you can really sit back and reflect on how do you believe that you need to show up 
Perfectionism and people-pleasing is a huge, huge one that I see so many mothers show up with. And that's something that we will definitely explore in further episodes in depth. Now, the connection that we have to the role and identity of motherhood, we each carry various roles within our life. A daughter, a wife or partner, a mother, a sister, an aunt, an employer or employee, community member, a friend. But the role of mother carries with it an identity, as do all of the other roles. It carries with it meaning and purpose. And when we don't feel like we're killing it in motherhood and living up to that identity of how we perceive a mother to be from our expectations and so on, we feel like we are a failure, that we're failing as a mother. I mean, let's get real. The stakes are high in motherhood and the responsibility that we feel is huge. And if you've yet to start your therapy or healing process, you look back and you see that the impact certain experiences have had upon your own life and how you show up today, of course you're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel like every single thing that you do could potentially screw your kids up for life, that they might hate you or feel resentment towards their upbringing. Now, when we're talking about mum guilt, this is where not just the idea, but the actual practice and integration of compassion, empathy and connection to your true role and responsibility is absolutely essential. Today's podcast, it's not about alleviating your guilt, but rather supporting you to understand it. Because when we look at it, I believe we all have it wrong. And the more that you read into it too, you'll begin to realize this. So if you've ever given a moment of your time to Brene Brown, who I refer to a lot in therapy and our therapy program, Project Me, you will start to understand guilt and shame a lot more. But where I see mum guilt stemming from is this entwine between guilt and shame. There's plenty of research and information that tells us that mum guilt can be productive and absolutely it sure can. When used productively and in a healthy way, it can inspire reflection and positive change. It can see us align our own actions with our own personal values. It can open the door to self-compassion and enhance your well-being. But if you don't know how to productively use it, if you aren't in the headspace that allows it to serve you, It can corner you into unworthiness, devaluing and leaving you attacking yourself from the inside out. It can affect your concentration, your creativity and productivity, and your efficiency, which makes it difficult to be able to function in all of your demanding roles. It can make you reluctant to enjoy and participate in life. It can leave you self-punishing. So is it really that productive? I mean, in this instance, no, it's absolutely not. It's outright damaging and unhealthy. And this is where we get that crossover between guilt and shame. 
Now, the feelings of guilt and shame are fundamentally stemming from two different emotional regulation systems. Shame comes from the threat system where anxiety, fear and disgust live. Whereas guilt comes from our soothing and regulating system where we learn to connect, to collaborate, comfort and care for ourselves and others. It's how we start to work towards doing and being better. But this shame and mum guilt we feel that is unproductive, it stems from our belief systems. So what beliefs fuel your mum guilt? Well, this perfect mother ideal, feeling like you never measure up, that you're not doing enough, that you should be 100% all the time, that you need to meet every need of your children. You need to be 100% present, 100% on top of the housework, 100% in your relationship with your partner, 100% playing with your kids, 100% calm and connected, 100% having them engaged in sensory activities, 100% providing nutritious meals. But we can't. So we have this belief then that we fall short as a mother, that we are failing And that no matter what we do, it's just not enough. If you haven't yet heard about role theory, it conceptualizes our activities into socially defined categories. So, for example, mother, employee, wife, daughter, and so on. Now, in each of these roles, you've got a set of duties, expectations, rights, norms, and behaviors that you have to fulfill. We hit motherhood and the duties, expectations and so on, they're huge and we experience role conflict, feeling little control over what happens and we experience a struggle to balance all the important life roles that we carry. A common coping strategy that I see mothers use is attempting to work harder and more efficiently in order to fulfill all the demands of her various roles. And this can look like sacrificing herself, pairing roles such as cooking while you're trying to do a puzzle with your child. You aspire to be the perfect mother, the perfect wife, worker and so on, but you don't have adequate time or resources to be able to do so. So then you're left feeling this conflict, overload, stress. And you're torn between what you need to do and what you're actually capable of doing. Another one is comparisons. And social media is a perfect example. You see what others are doing and instinctively you feel inadequate. You feel like you're not enough and you are failing in motherhood. We apply others' standards to ourselves and our lives all the time. It can be really hard to stay in your own lane. And these standards, they come from family members, mothers groups, social media, friends, society. And we have all these should messages that come in the world of parenting and mothering. But the biggest problem is that all those standards aren't necessarily right for us or our family. Being able to pair it back 
to be able to understand what you believe in, what standards you have and what standards you want. And then to be able to base them on your reality, your own situation, your family, your values, intuition and research. Now, another one that fuels our mum guilt, the beliefs that fuel our mum guilt is conditioning. Looking back on your own childhood and what you were taught, the messages you were conditioned to believe, how society and culture have conditioned you to believe how you should and how you need to show up as a mother. If you think about it, what did you learn about motherhood when you were growing up? How does it look? Is it as a couple? Is it single? When should you have children? Should you be married first? How many should you have and how far apart should they be? And in all of this, how as a woman do your responsibilities look? We are told what and who we should be from very early on in our childhood and it just never ends, even today. I have clients whose parents shame them for investing in their own well-being rather than dedicating their entire being to their husband and children. And that is something that we absolutely will get into in future episodes. This might be a beautiful opportunity for you to just pause for a minute and journal about how you were conditioned. How was your childhood? What was your culture like and your upbringing? Now, another belief that we have that fuels mum guilt is infertility or following loss. So when you experience infertility or a loss, that bar is raised even higher because you believe that when your turn finally comes around, you've been given a chance and you need to hit a home run with every single aspect And add to that, you must be grateful for every little thing that you cannot mess up. I mean, if you look at all of this, if you look at the perfect mother ideal, the comparisons, the conditioning, no wonder why we have mum guilt and shame showing up. There are exponential beliefs that leave us feeling mum guilt and shame. And to be able to overcome that guilt and shame, we have to be willing and able to challenge our beliefs and our belief systems. So going back to my mention about the 101 blog posts that go into how mum guilt is inevitable and then offering strategies to overcome it, sadly, it isn't as simple as saying, show yourself compassion, acknowledge your feelings, challenge your unrealistic expectations. Because to do all of this, you have to be willing and able to. And there is a lot of inward and outward work that goes into being able to do that. So sadly, just reading what to do isn't going to alleviate your mum guilt and shame. And me or anyone saying don't feel guilty for that or just stop feeling guilt is not going to work. But what does work is being able to break down your beliefs to reflect and understand how they are influencing the ways in which you show up and the maladaptive and harmful thoughts that you have about yourself as a mother. And then to work towards overcoming these thoughts, building new belief systems 
about how you can show up. You have to challenge these beliefs to show up as your true self in the way that you want. So why are you unwilling or unable to question your beliefs? Well, these belief systems keep you from becoming curious. They keep you from questioning societal conditioning, the constructs and the system in which we live. We don't look and see the flaws in society. We don't look and see the flaws in how we were conditioned. But instead what we do is we turn inwards and we look within. And we believe that we as mothers don't measure up. That we are the problem, that we are failing. We have this constant barrage of critical comments that we say to ourselves. Comments and thoughts that hold us hostage and erode our own confidence as parents. Now I bet you didn't ask to carry the entire contents of the mental load. I bet you didn't ask to become the default parent. You didn't ask to put everyone else before you. But your past has set you up to be self-sacrificial. These roles and responsibilities have been handed to you and you spend years drowning in it, stuck in survival mode, believing that you are the problem for not being able to handle it all. Sure, you might question it, you might feel resentment for it, but rarely would you challenge it because that's going against the norm. We aren't raised to put ourselves first. And instead, many of us are actually raised to suppress our own emotions or put others' needs above our own. We invalidate ourselves, our value, our worth as women and mothers. And it truly does take a glass-shattering moment. It takes leaning into vulnerability and willing to take the first step to change the trajectory of your motherhood experience. Learning that you can begin to let go of these unrealistic expectations and pressures that you carry. Realizing that your experience of negative emotions, that's human. And it is absolutely 100% okay to feel the spectrum. Recognizing that you can question and feel conflicted about your role in motherhood and mostly living a life free of perfection, self-sacrifice and people-pleasing. But it does begin with doing the work, with being able to turn inwards and challenge outwards. It's developing an internal locus of control which reduces the experience of role conflict. It's being able to use active coping strategies, exploring your own values, getting curious and questioning your own expectations, being able to replenish and recharge yourself, leaning into releasing the perfection, building self-awareness, resilience and self-compassion. Turning down and tuning out from the external noise and determining what truly matters to you. And being able to release yourself from the word should. 
It really does take a great deal of unlearning and relearning, forgiveness and digging into your past to uncover your power. And these patterns, they they can't be broken overnight. But over time, you can rewrite your motherhood, rewrite how you show up and release yourself from that heavy load of guilt that you carry. I think what's really important to recognize is that it is possible. It absolutely is possible to release yourself from that guilt. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've worked with mothers through individual therapy and our signature group program, Project Me, who have come out the other side and no longer feel that guilt. No longer feel guilt for putting themselves first. No longer feel guilt for being a good enough mum who do not have these ideals of the perfect mother following them around, who are no longer comparing themselves to others, who set their own standards and live by them that are based on their reality. And they have done the work to break down how they were conditioned Today, we've gone so deep into guilt, what it is, what's underlying it, how our own belief systems leave us stuck in the guilt and shame cycle and how doing the work on yourself, turning inwards and challenging outwards can release you from the guilt and shame that you carry. If you are looking to start doing that work to release yourself from that guilt, jump onto our website www.mindovermama.com.au where you can find information about our therapy services as well as our signature evidence-based therapeutic group program Project Me which is going to kick off shortly for 2024. Thank you for joining us on Motherhood Behind Closed Doors. We hope this podcast has shed light on the often unspoken realities of motherhood providing you with valuable insights, support, and inspiration on your journey. We encourage you to continue seeking support and sharing your experiences with other mothers, friends, or professionals who can provide guidance and understanding. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review, rating, or share it with others who may benefit from these discussions. Your support helps us reach more listeners, and creates a stronger community. Stay tuned for future episodes where we will delve deeper into various aspects of motherhood. And remember that behind every closed door, there is a mother facing her own unique challenges. So let's continue to support and uplift one another. To connect with us, head to Instagram or Facebook and search the handle MindMama. Here you will find our trained and experienced perinatal and maternal mental health occupational therapists sharing amazing resources, relatable stories, and our latest programs and supports. As we wrap up another episode, we want to remind you that you are an amazing mother, doing the best you can every single day. So take care of yourself, embrace the beautiful chaos, and know that your love and dedication are shaping the future.